today's Torah reading is Exodus chapter uh, 14. I'm going to read it in two parts with commentaries after each. I'm going to read verses 1 through 9 and then give commentary and then 10 through 12 and give commentary. If I was to call this, it would be hard hearts and decision-making. So I'll start in chapter 14, verse 1. Now the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Tell the sons of Israel to turn back and camp before Pihahiroth, between Migdal and the sea, you shall camp in front of Baal-Zephon, opposite it by the sea. For Pharaoh will say of the sons of Israel, they are wandering aimlessly in the land, the wilderness has shut them in. Thus I will harden Pharaoh's heart, and he will chase after them, and I will be honored through Pharaoh and all his army, and the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord." And they did so. So the Lord did this not just to be honored, which he deserves, but that also the Egyptians will know that he's God, not Pharaoh. Verse 5, when the king of Egypt was told that the people had fled, Pharaoh and his servants had a change of heart toward the people, and they said, what is this we have done that we have let Israel go from serving us? So it wasn't just Pharaoh as his servants. The entire leadership structure said, what did we do? So he, Pharaoh, made his chariot ready and took his people with him, and he took 600 select chariots and all the other chariots of Egypt with officers all over all of them. And in a society where we have cars all over the place, we need to remember few chariots existed in most countries, maybe a few hundred. That's why when you see in Egypt, you know, Israel didn't have a lot of chariots. They had foot soldiers many times. So it would be um, as if Pharaoh took all his Mercedes-Benz out or something like that and fought. You know, how many people have Mercedes-Benz? Not many people. As an example, verse 8, the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he chased after the sons of Israel as the sons of Israel were going out boldly. Then the Egyptians chased after them with all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh, his horsemen and his army, and they overtook them camping by the sea beside Pihahiroth in front of Baal-Zephon. Now, one of the things we need to remember has been said, well, when it talks about Pharaoh hardening Pharaoh's heart, if you look at ver uh, chapters 4 through 10, you see the litany of judgments against Israel, you'll see a series of similar statements about hardening hearts, the Lord told Moses that he would harden his hearts, but you also see scriptures, uh, chapter 4, verse 21. I'll give several scriptures. I won't read them all, just examples. You, uh, you can look at them later. Uh, chapter 4, verse 21, it says, 
I will harden his heart. That's the Lord. Verse, chapter 7, verse 3, I will harden his heart. Um, chapter 7, verse 13 says, Yet Pharaoh's heart was hardened and did not listen to others. So Pharaoh hardened his heart. There's chapter 7, verse 22, Pharaoh's heart was hardened and he did not listen to them. As the Lord had said, notice the similar statements over and over again. Chapter 8, verse 15, but when Pharaoh saw that there was relief, he hardened his heart and did not listen. Chapter 8, verse 19, but Pharaoh's heart was hardened and he did not listen to them. So we see this, his heart was hardened and he quit listening, and I'll refer to that. Other examples would be chapter 8, verse 32, chapter 9, verse 7, chapter 9, 12, uh, chapter 9, verse 34 and 35. And then in chapter 10, it says, I, the Lord, have hardened his heart, and the Lord, in uh, verse 20 of that chapter 10, the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, and there's others. So we see when the Lord repeats something in Scripture, that usually means if you're looking for interpretation, the Lord's trying to get a message across, sort of uh, scriptural underlining. So we see this repeated hardening where the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, yet Pharaoh hardened his heart. And one could say, well, it's really Pharaoh, but we need to remember the Lord's sovereign and so the, uh, the odds are, if you want to use the expression, Pharaoh's heart was hardened by the Lord because his heart was already hard. He's not exact. He's a Pharaoh. He's a dictator. It's not like he listened to other people. Uh, all you have to do is study Adolf Hitler and see the same thing. It's not like Adolf Hitler listened to anything anybody said to his own destruction. So it's been said that as we ignore God, in his word and his chastisement and his discipline that our hearts can grow hard or can become hardened by our choices. And if it goes on too long, then the Lord will himself harden his heart. So what we see here is Pharaoh hardening his heart and his continual refusal to listen to the Lord, listen to the rebukes of Moses, listen to the advice of his Council, the Lord came in and pushed it further, made it harder. And so that's one example of how we can make bad decisions and not listen to good advice or not listen to the Lord. And the result is we develop a hard heart. Yes, it's important that we test all things against Scripture, but if we don't, and we need to pray about it, but if we don't listen to it, we run the risk of developing a hard heart. And another thing I would also consider is we need to be careful listening to bad teaching, of which there is a lot out there. You can find yourself developing a hard heart by not by listening to bad teaching and not being discerning. So I want to read chapter 14, verses 10 through 12, which is sort of the opposite where in verses 1 through 9, 
we saw Pharaoh getting a hard heart because he didn't listen to Moses or to the advice of his leaders eventually. His leader, leadership council, his advisors got it and tried to get him to relent and didn't. And here we see Moses coming to a crossroads where he could have developed a hard heart, but he made a decision to obey the Lord. As fair, uh, cha- verse 10 of chapter 14, as Pharaoh drew near, the sons of Israel looked, and behold, the Egyptians were marching after them, and they became very frightened. So the sons of Israel cried out to the Lord. Then they said to Moses, Is it because there were no graves in Egypt that you have taken us away to die in the wilderness? So they cried out to the Lord and then started complaining. Why have you dealt with us in this way, bringing us out of Egypt? Is this not the word that we have spoken to you in Egypt, saying, leave us alone that we may serve the Egyptians, for it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the wilderness. And if you'd look a little further, the Lord says to Moses, what are you all standing here? Get going. (laughs) So here we see Moses coming to a crossroads. He could either continue to go forward, as said by the Lord, or he could stop and listen to the complaining of the Israelites and pivot and go another direction and disobey the Lord and probably develop a hard heart. In essence, the Israelites said, see, I told you this would happen. And they listened to their um, circumstances and they became disheartened by it. Does Moses make it? So the the pivot point is, does Moses make a decision based on the word of God and wise counsel of others? Or does he go another way, another direction, based on complaining and discouragement? And Moses continually went the Lord's way, and if he became discouraged, he went literally to the Lord and vented with the Lord. In a modern-day example would be a previous president we had. Uh, it would be like 30 years ago, I believe. Um, president Clinton, to be honest, was known for making decisions based on opinion polls. So he didn't worry about whether it was the right thing to do. He just did what the opinion polls said. And that's not how we're supposed to make decisions. It's Something to think about, as uh, radio program used to say. <laughs>